We broke into a car after hitting it. Going into junior year of high school, we all ran cross country, me and my buddies. We hated cross country, but we loved hanging out together. We all got cut from other sports. Cross country was supposed to keep us in shape for the sports we enjoyed playing. <laughs> but when we got cut, we just loved cross country because we could hang out all the time. Sure, running all the time was miserable, but hanging out afterwards is what we actually enjoyed. I don't know how it is at high schools now, but in the summertime, especially, pretty much every team is up there at some point practicing going into the fall sports season. We'd get in 7.30, 8 o'clock early for our practice because our coach wanted us to run before the heat really set in. We would be leaving practice when the soccer team and football teams are coming in for practices. We're walking out, me, and we'll call them my buddies, Grayson, Griffin, Graham, and Jared. <laughs> Junior year is that odd time. Some of you can drive, some of you can't. Grayson was one of the older guys in our class, and <laughs> he had this awesome Honda Pilot with the big Bose speaker system. His dad had just bought it. It wasn't just his car. It was a family car, but he would have it every once in a while, and when he did, he could fit most of us in the car. We'd always go get food or drinks or something, you know, go hang out somewhere after practice. That was what we usually did. Me and Griffin hop in with Grayson. Me, Griffin, I think Graham was in with us, and then Jared and some of our other buddies hopped in a different car. We didn't know we were eating yet. So Grayson had pulled over and parked parallel next to the other car, and we were chatting back and forth with the group of guys in there. This delivery truck pulls up in front, so Grayson can't pull straight ahead and leave. He has to back up. So as he starts backing up, me and Griffin are sitting in the back, and we start looking. We're like, oh, shit, dude, you're getting pretty close to this car behind you. He's like, ah, oh, it's fine. I'm going to cut the wheel. We'll maneuver around it. We're like, okay. Grayson's in reverse. He excels a little bit, and you just hear, boof. <laughs> you get the little jolt like when you make slight contact with the car because it wasn't going that fast. He just accelerated a little bit, but he clipped the end of this car. <laughs> so all the guys in the other car, they jump out. We jump out. And before we can even say anything to Grayson, he's on the phone with his dad. Grayson had this like a little bit of a raspy, nasally voice. Yeah, Dan, I just I just hit this guy's car. <laughs> now, mind you, this pilot at the time, it's the big Honda Pilot SUVs, was pretty new. <laughs> His dad's like, God damn it, Grayson, what the fuck? <laughs> just cussing him out. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, I'll figure it out. So him and his dad are on the phone. We get out. So we're looking at this dude's car, and it was one of those old, big, four-door Lincoln Town cars like that your grandparents drive, the big freaking boat to dance. <laughs> just huge. <laughs> It was maroon, but it was older, like I said, but clean. It looked like a similar to one of those old Crown Vicks, like the old cop cars. We're looking at this sedan, and the front, <laughs> I think it was the front left headlight is just dangling, and he caught the bumper good. But Grayson, while he's on the phone with his dad, who's freaking out because he thinks he just, you know, had a fender bender in their brand new car, Grayson gets out, looks at his SUV and the pilots had those like industrial plastic things that came down right below the trunk. That's the part that caught the car. So Grayson takes his t-shirt and just pretty much wipes it off. There's a little bit of a scratch, but that's it. Nothing significant. No real damage that's even noticeable. Like a little tiny minute scratch on the actual paint of the car. The rest was on the plastic. So it didn't look like anything happened to Grayson's SUV. This kid's car gets domed, right? <laughs> I mean, he just pretty much T-boned it when he clipped it. We're like, oh, shit, dude, what are you going to do? He's like, ah, I just got off the phone. My dad's going to leave a note. So Grayson writes on this little sticky note, sorry I hit your car, and put his dad's phone number so that the parents would just exchange insurance. 
and he sticks it on there, pins it down with the windshield wiper, and we're about to leave. It's an overcast day, and I kid you not, as soon as we get in the car, we're about to go. It starts raining. We're like, oh shit, dude, it's raining. <laughs> that note's not gonna. No one's gonna be able to read the notes. Kid's just gonna think we was a hit and run. He's like, ah oh, shit, you're right. So he gets out, and we're trying to think what we're gonna do. And again, it's one of those older sedans, so it's got the door handles that kind of flip up, and it's a square body car. So we start kind of playing with it. I think we had a paper clip, but long story short, we end up popping the door open and the alarm starts going off so we basically break into this kid's car after we hit it but it was to put the note inside so he could actually read it and understand what happened to his car <laughs> we're out in the parking lot i wish we could have seen like a third third party view of what we're doing because they had to see us like bumping you know, we're bumping music <laughs> figuring out where we're gonna eat whipping it probably too aggressively out of the parking lot hit somebody else's car and now we're picking the lock pro- <laughs> Popping this kid's door open, his alarm is going off, and we throw a sticky note in there, and we take off. <laughs> and the best part of it is Grayson's driving us up. I think we're going to Skyline or something like that. And he's like, "You know, guys, I'm. I think I'm just gonna call it a day after I drop you off at Skyline, and it's been kind of a long day for me." <laughs> we're like, "Yeah, dude, we get it. I'm sure your dad's gonna be pissed." But they ended up taking their car in, just getting a nice buff and wax, and his car was completely fine. I guess they worked it out with the kid. It was a our funny thing was it was a senior on the soccer team, so I'm sure he was pissed at the time. But apparently, him, his parents, and Grayson's parents worked it out, and it was all good. So definitely the nicest hit and run that we've ever been a part of because it looked so sus in the moment. But we weren't doing anything intentionally. We weren't trying to. We weren't messing with anyone on purpose. It just happened that that's how the events played out. So that was hilarious and. That story literally just popped in my head today when I was driving down the street. I saw one of those old <laughs> sedan, Lincoln sedans, and thought of the story. And I guess that's one thing, as I look back on all this stuff, I'm just so thankful for the friends and family that I have for these stories because I have, uh, I have, you know, almost 20 years worth of stories that I'm just starting to tell, and I've got so many more because I've maintained those close relationships with my friends and family and. That's something that's amazing for me when I look at everybody's lives. They're generally the same. You're going to do similar events, travel to similar places. It's the people in your life that make it unique and significant. I really appreciate them always supporting me with this stuff. And if you do have genuine good friends and family in your life now, whether you're in high school, college, at any age, make sure that you maintain those relationships. They're important, they're significant, and as long as they're positive ones and they're helping you grow as a person and build your life in a positive direction, maintain them because that's that's who you've got. Those people that are truly in your corner that truly support you. I'm not talking about the people that are fake and act like they are happy for you when you're doing well and don't give a shit about you when you're down. I'm talking about the people who are there for you from beginning to end through all the ups and downs. That's, that's who you want in your corner when it's all said and done. So luckily for me, I've got a great group of those people and I thank them for that and I'm looking forward to see how this journey continues to go, and I hope that they get to be a part of it. So with that being said, I guess that's my lesson in today's episode. Peace out. Hope everyone's good. Talks with Tom. I was riding around town thinking to myself, is it going to get easier? I'll be up in a way of the street getting big, but I can't even breathe no more. What's it to me?
Mic check. <laughs>